It's another woody washout for Tairawhiti with rough weather over the weekend, leaving recently cleaned beaches coated in slash again. And it could be weeks before they're pristine. The harbour masters put out a warning to boaties to be on the lookout for floating wood, and swimmers are also being told to steer clear of contaminated beaches. Helicopters were up today surveying the extent of the debris. Kotaku Manuhiri and Nayane called Manu Kadi. Manu is from Manatayo Tairawhiti, the group which pushed for the ministerial inquiry into land use in Tairawhiti. Kia ora, Manu. Kia ora, Lisa. Bit of deja vu here. It is, yeah, sort of the last thing that the region needed um, going into summer, but uh, we don't have much control over the weather, unfortunately. Is it just the weather, though? Is anyone else at fault? Um, well, there's certainly a lot of woody debris that's still coming down the waterways and onto the beaches and out into the ocean, so... Uh, we do have some new rules that uh, will prevent that in the future, but those don't apply to the debris that's currently sitting on hills or has made its way into waterways and on, on long uh, rivers uh, yet. So that's an issue. Um, and there's uh, yeah ongoing concerns about the behaviour of some of the companies that still don't seem to be following the rules. It's not just recovery anymore, is it? Because it seems to happen every time it rains. It's a regular occurrence. Yeah, I think what we're realising with the changing climate is this uh, new reality is a state of perpetual recovery and a perpetual preparation for the next uh, extreme weather event. We've had more than 10 now, I think, in the last 18 months, uh, including three or four state of emergencies in Tairawhiti this year. So I think that is just the, the new reality, unfortunately, and it's um, it's making it really tough for, for residents Um who are impacted not only um, economically and uh, getting to uh, see people around the region or get out of the region, but it does start to take a toll on um, mental health, and we're seeing that come through some of the research we've been doing. Manu, tell us a little bit more about the the damage to the community. You're a, a, an area that grows a lot of food, so horticulture, and there's kaimawana, mm. and you're a summer destination. People love to come to your beaches. Yeah, uh, certainly the uh, horticultural industry will be um, be getting out there and assessing the, the damage. It's sort of worst time of year, given that the plants will be quite small in the ground. They've only just gone in and just starting to shoot up. Um, so a lot of the, uh, the, the paddocks are flooded. Um, and, yep, we're uh, unfortunately um, looking at wood on the beaches again going into summer, and there's a lot of money that's been spent on trying to clean those up uh, this year and um, now there's just a heap more there and uh, some of the companies have been good in helping out and and government has come to the party with some uh, resourcing but I see council today have estimated there's another $120 million worth of cleanup required um, that we just can't afford as ratepayers. We've got a small a low-income um, population, and uh, these are huge costs that the, the region's facing, not just for tourism on, on the, the city beaches, but around the region um, to reduce the risk of um, further damage. We've got nearly 100 bridges that have been damaged or destroyed this year, um, and that's, so there's a, a massive um, price ticket on, on fixing those, and uh, the work keeps getting put back because we keep getting more weather events, so it's just an ongoing cycle. So what is the answer, Manu? Because forestry provides people with jobs, but there are other, well, industries in your region that are being affected by this every time there is a weather event. So how do you stop it happening over and over again? I don't think we're going to be able to stop the the um, 
the flooding, the, the waters, the rain's going to keep coming, but what we can do is reduce the amount that moves its way down the waterways and into town and uh, onto the flats. And, and so the best way to do that is to get permanent uh, tree cover back on the hills. So uh, we've had farming for 100 odd years and, and pine plantations that we're working out very quickly aren't suitable for the erosion prone land. Uh, so there will be needing, you know, we're going to need new industry developed around permanent native forest. Um, and there's a, a few options there, but again, that's a whole, uh, uh, it's a huge investment that central government's going to have to help with, along with private industry. Manu, are forestry companies changing their ways? Uh, some are, some aren't. Uh, we've just seen in the last week some further court action taken by council against one of the main uh, perpetrators uh, from 2018. So clearly the, and, and this is for recent activities over the last 12 months uh, where they haven't uh, followed the rules, have so broken the law again, uh, according to the, the council in terms of breaching consent. Yep, so it's an allegation and, and the court will decide, yep. Yeah, yeah, these are enforcement orders um, and uh, yeah, the, the companies will have a, a right of reply, I guess. Got a new government. What do you want of them when it comes to this problem? Uh, we were disappointed that a minister for recovery wasn't in the lineup for the new cabinet. We think that's really important, and it goes well beyond the uh, emergency management minister, uh, civil defence minister. So uh, it would be really good to see some commitment from this government. We've got a new national MP, Dana Kirkpatrick, so really keen to get her up to speed with the issues for the region. Uh, not just within the city, but across the whole uh, region in her electorate, and making sure that the central government, uh, the, new, the new cabinet, really understand the scale that we're facing here. It's you know bigger than Christchurch recovery, and to not have a minister is it does feel like we've been left out, and would be really good to see some strong commitment come through very quickly. We've also got the uh, response to the ministerial land use inquiry report and in the recommendations in there, which I'm sure the officials will have continued working on in the absence of a government. But now that there's a cabinet um, that was due to be reported back on from cabinet uh, before Christmas and whether they've got time to do that, uh, all being newbies, um, we'll, we'll wait and see. But again, really need to get a strong um, sense of support from the new government. Thank you for your time, Manu. That is Manu Kadi from Mana Taio Tairafiti um, about the slash there that has come down again in the recent bad weather.